What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Route 25. Oh, man. Here already know. What it is. A lot of stuff going on in sports, especially last night. So we're just going to get right up into it. So, Dimitri Bivol beat Canelo Alvarez last night for the once, uh, 175 175-pound uh, uh, belt title. Um, if Canelo had won, it would have been his two-time belt champion. Um, so he's still the undisputed uh, middleweight champion of one, uh, 168. Now, remember, he was supposed to fight uh, Triple, G, uh, Triple G for the trilogy. That might be on hold. Uh, if you saw highlights of the fight, it was obviously uh, the, Dimitri was the bigger fighter. Uh, th- uh, then Canelo. Uh, some people said he kind of might have bit off more. Ikachu probably should have moved up to 175. Um, it's gonna be interesting, you know, going forward, especially you know if you know, he's supposed to fight. You know, if Jake Paul wants to fight him, um, you know, if I'm Jake Paul, I probably would want to be at 175. Um, you know, I don't know if he can get down to 168. Jake Paul, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But. You know, I don't know what the game plan was if Canelo was looking ahead, but like I said, if you looked at the highlights and I was watching, I was watching part of the fight. Uh, you know, Canelo wasn't. You know, he's not big enough for 175, uh, or, or not that big enough. You know, what I'm saying um, he looked like the smaller fighter, um, and I kind of think he bit off more he could chew. You know, some people are giving Canelo crap saying he didn't look that good. Blah blah. blah other than that, like I said, he he's he going to get someone bigger naturally bigger, you know, and I think it was a huge disadvantage, um, for him, you know, props from him taking the challenge, you gotta show him love on that, um, but, uh, but apparently he wants to do the rematch, he's gonna exercise his rematch clause, so that's gonna be interesting going forward, and we'll have to see, um, there was UFC last night, um, we got Charles Oliveira, who didn't make weight, given half a pound over, um, so he automatically had to vacate the belt, uh, which is, you know, really a darn shame, especially a champion not making weight, you know, it's, you know, it's really disparaging, uh, for the sport, um, really disappointing Charles, he ended up winning the fight anyway, um, via submission, that's what Charles does, um, you know, he won the fight, but didn't win his belt, so the title's still vacant, which is really weird, um, you know, it's a weird rule, uh, in the sport of boxing, so what does that mean going forward, technically we don't have a champ, so, I don't know what happens this, you know, so I guess the next fight Charles has to fight, um, you know, it's going to be for the belt if he makes weight. So, obviously, he's the number one contender, obviously, uh, for the belt. So, <laughs> you know, like, like I said, r- r- really weird, you know, it, it's sports. You know, remember when John Jones went to interim champion of a belt? He didn't lose, you know what I'm saying? So it's you know it's 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 a weird it's a weird sport, um, especially with boxing. Now Michael Chandler did win uh, against Tony Ferguson, uh, you know the TKO. So obviously, so you know it's most likely we're gonna see Chandler, um, Charles Olivier for the middleweight championship. Conor McGregor still in the mix. If I'm Conor McGregor. I might want to think about fighting Charles. Um, I think that would be a good fight for Conor McGregor. I think he can beat uh, Charles. You know, I know you guys knew you guys. Bro, 
Mac 25. You're always on Conor McGregor's case. I think he can beat Charles, though. And I've said that in the past. And I think he can beat him. So, if if I'm Charles, I would make that fight because it would be a big-time money fight. If I'm Conor McGregor, I'm making that fight because I think I can beat him. At the same time, though, can he beat Michael Chandler? I don't know. As of, you know what I'm saying? Um, that, I don't know. Um, so, like I said, that's going to be interesting going forward. You know, um, I don't think, I, don't, I think, uh, I don't know if it could be Tony Ferguson. Um, like I said, it's got, we got, there's some interesting fights at 155 going forward. But already, like I said, Conor McGregor wants to fight Usman for some ungodly reason. Um, if I'm Usman, I'm trying to make that fight, you know, soon. Um, fight, you know, Leon Edwards, Kazmat, and then fight uh, maybe, uh, you know, Conor McGregor in December. That would make the most sense. Um, you know, try to fight Kazmat, you know, you know, July, and then fight uh, Conor McGregor in December before, you know, before 2023. That would make the most sense. But anyway, that means, like I said, that, that's my fight theories. That's what I think to do going for. Um, Carl Spaza ended up beating Rosen Jamas. I said, Namajunas. I uh, listen. That, I mean, I didn't watch the fight. I heard mixed things about, I heard that, you know, it was a really boring fight. You know, we don't know Rose, you know, thug, you know, thug Rose. You know, she's had her issues uh, with mental health issues, you know. Um, in the past, you know, you know, you'd always heard what I've said about, you know, a lot of mental health issues. We know Rose Rose clearly has had mental health issues. Okay, without a shadow of doubt, we know that. Okay. Um, I hope she bounces back. Spaz has beaten her before. Um, she's now two and zero against Rose Carla Spaz. Apparently, it was a lackluster fight. Apparently, at one point there were only three strikes landed in a round. Three strikes, like. Yo, come on, man. You got five minutes. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes people aren't ready for the moment. And that might have been one of those cases where both fighters weren't ready. Um, you know, or Carla's like, I've beaten her before. I can beat her again. Rose might not have been ready. You know, heavy toll, you know, he's <laughs> a heavy toll when you're the king or you're the queen. You know, and, um, like I said, we'll, we'll see what happens going forward. Kind of disappointing, you know, from, from what I heard and what I read. Um, but we'll see, you know, like I said, we'll see what happens going forward. All right. Uh, NBA playoffs last night. Um, I don't know if you guys watched it. Yo, Golden State put a beat down on Memphis. Ja got hurt. There's been some controversy, but not Jordan Poole, like, hit. Uh, I, I, saw the, I saw the replay. He didn't really hit him. And I watched the game. I ended up turning it off. But once Golden State was up by 20, I was like, oh, this game's a wrap. Like, I don't see... Memphis coming back. Um, listen, I got props to Golden State. Golden State show you, yo, there's levels to this. You know, and it almost looks like we're headed towards a Golden State uh, Phoenix Suns uh, conference finals. I think it's going to be epic. Um, I know Dallas won the other night, but, uh, you know, it's just a little inevitable. I, I don't see the Phoenix lose. I don't see Phoenix losing against the Suns. Um, you know, John B got hurt against 76 uh, with the 76ers. You know, coming back, uh, coming back and winning. Um, uh, the uh, Sixers coming back and taking take a game. Miami at home. Um, I really been. If you guys have been watching, I've really been disappointed with James Harden. Right. 
James Harden has not been a leader. You know what I'm saying? It seemed like he was more of a leader in Houston um, than with, you know, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, he conceded. He wanted to play with Kevin Durant. He wanted to play with Kyrie Irving. Um, <clears throat> it, you know, you know, ring chasing. Now you got a great opportunity with Philly. And it was like, MP was down. And he did like, y'all put it on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the biggest, biggest, biggest Steph Curry fan. But like, when, right, Kevin Durant went down and Clay Thompson went down, you know, for the 2019 NBA Finals, y'all, at least Steph said, put it on me. You know, when Steph dropped 47 points, which is the most useless 47 points in NBA Finals history, listen, he said, put it on me. At least that's what Steph does. And James Harden didn't do that at all. He let Maxie, Tyrese Maxie, my boy from Kentucky, you already know, players. Listen, you, you, you let him clown him. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yo, he's a, you know, I, I just been, like I said, very disappointed. Very disappointed with James Harden during this whole NBA Finals process. And I hope, you know, Embiid's bailing him out with a broken face. You know, with the orbital bone fractures and whatnot. Literally bailing them out. You know, and that's not almost not fair to James Harden. Right? That he's put himself in that position. You know what I'm saying? You know. So going forward, like, you know, you know, like I said, and B did the damn thing as we expected him to do. But James Harden has, has gotta step up. You know what I'm saying? He's got to step up. I mean, be that what, 18 the other night. You know, Harden still not scoring 17. Yo, Vegas is getting upset. They're trying to do these over under how many points James Harden going to score. Everybody keeps on winning out because he keeps on going under. You know what I'm saying? He is wilting in his moment. Everybody knows the pressure's on James Harden. He can act like the pressure's not on him. He's playing like the pressure is on him. And I hope he figures it out. Um, we, got, we still got the Celtics, uh, Bucks. Giannis went off last night, forty point. Giannis is going to do what Giannis do. Listen, that, he, he's called the Greek freak for a reason. He's an athletic, genetic specimen. Okay, this brother is one of one. Okay, you know, I mean, we, you know, talk about we laud LeBron James. I don't know. L- listen, Giannis is on something else too. Okay, you know they're throwing everything about the kitchen sink at Giannis. And Giannis finds a way, and his passing is getting better as well. Um, you know, he's you know he's rocking up near triple doubles. Um, so you know, Giannis is doing what he's doing. But listen, Tatum and Jalen Brown, both of them can't play bad at the same game, right? And one of them's and one of them's got to step it up. Horford had what twenty two the other night, last night, and they and they still almost won. Listen, Brown and Tatum can't play bad in the same game. One of them can play bad, but not both of them. I still think Seltzer's going to win the series, right? I still think, I think they can beat Miami, you know, because the problem with Miami, when the game gets close, who do you give the ball to, right? I trust Jason Tatum, even Jalen Brown. Over Butler, right? Bam ain't ready, I don't think. 
maybe Tyler Hero, but you've seen cases where Sposer doesn't draw a play for Tyler Hero, right? And like I said, it's got to be on Jimmy Butler, you know? It seems like, you know, Jimmy Butler's the leader or Bam's the leader. We don't know. It's clear Celtics who the leader is, Tatum, right? It's clear with the Celtics. I'm, uh, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, tell Tatum's the leader. Bucks and the Cooper's the leader, right? It's clear Chris Paul's the leader with the Suns. It's clear Steph Curry's the leader, you know, with Golden State. It's clear Jaws the leader with Memphis. Who's the leader for Miami? Is it Jimmy Butler? You don't know. Could be. This is like everybody's jockeying for a position. And then you got a guy come off the bench and Tyler Hero scoring a bunch of points. Like I said, guys, I don't know. Right? And like I said, I trust Celtics come through. You know, um, I think the Celtics to beat the Suns if they go through. Like I said, I, uh, I, I think the Celtics can win it all. You know, be shame. You know, Danny Ainge isn't a part of it, part of it. But I still think the Celtics can win it all. You heard it here first. All right. Now, you know we got to talk about this. You thought we are going to do this podcast without talking about this? You damn crazy. Now, unfortunately, I know you guys are saying, unfortunately, I saw the Doctor Strange movie, Multitude of Madness. And usually I do spoilers. Listen, I'm not going to do any spoilers. I don't need to do spoilers. You know why? This movie was everything that you thought it was going to be. I had low expectations, right? Low expectations, right? If you, Whatever theory you might have had, it came true. If you thought certain uh, characters were going to come into this movie, they came through. You know what I'm saying? If you thought there was going to be a surprise uh, Marvel character that's going to be introduced in this movie... That came through. You know what I'm saying? Like, lowbrow, low expectations for this movie. The CGI in the beginning wasn't that good. Really was not that good. Um, it got better as the movie went on. You know, you can tell, like I said, when we watch the credits at the end, you see all the people that worked on the movie. You know, listen, we all know not everybody is good at one particular thing. Right, it's just like, um, like your favorite, like your favorite paintings, right? Like we'll say, like the Mona Lisa or something like that. Listen, right? You know that they had other artists do stuff in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like you know the the, the understudies did the backgrounds. You know what I'm saying? But like Da Vinci would do Mona Lisa, but he had the understudies do the background. Like it's not a secret in the art world, right? You can't have one company do the whole movie because some companies are better at one thing than others. You know what I'm saying? Or even if they're great at everything, sometimes they really specialize in something. It was obvious in this movie, right? If you really don't know much about movies, it was clearly obvious in this movie, okay? Like I said, CGI was not that great um, in this movie. It was good, but it wasn't great. Um, the story, the plot was like, I won't say it was all over the place, but it was like, like, yo, it's like, who cares, man? Like, okay. You know, like the, the plot was weak. It, it really was weak. It wasn't a good plot. 
at all. Um, yeah, it really wasn't a good plot. It was just like, you know, you know yeah, it just, wasn't, it, just wasn't, it just wasn't a good movie, guys. It, it wasn't a good movie. And I'm not saying you got hoodwinked with this movie. Because Sam Raimi's not gonna. Because Sam Raimi and I told you guys, I don't care who's directing these MCU movies, and I and my theory was and, I, and my point was proven. Not theory, my point was proven. Like you know, like I said I'm done with MCU. I'm still done with MCU. I'm still done with Star Wars. I'm done with it all, man. You know, I'm so I'm just ready to move on. It's time to move on. You know. And they're trying to do the slow build up, build up. Listen, don't build anything up anymore, right? It took you like six, seven years to build up, you know, not that take that long, like four or five years to build up Avengers. No, we're done with the build ups. We don't want build ups. Yo, just do it. If you're going to introduce X-Men, do it, Right? If you're going to get Deadpool, do it. Whatever it is you're trying to do, MCU, do it. Right? That's my thing. I rather just say, yo, we're doing it now. You know, you know how, you know, in um, uh, Infinity War Endgame, when they like went after Thanos, like the first scene, I'm like, oh, shoot, we're going for it the first scene. Let's go. I was all hyped up. That's what they need to do. X-Men, whatever the hell you want to introduce, do it. We don't need a five-year build-up for this mega movie. No, do it. We already know you're trying to do the whole MCU thing. You know, you already hinted it with the uh, with the with the Thor trailer. We we already did that beforehand. You already announced Natalie Portman was taking over, right? Do it. You know what I'm saying? If this Love and Thunder movie is a big two-hour extravaganza to introduce Natalie Portman as Thor, that, yo, man, just cut the movie in half and do it. I don't know what you guys do. Like, I don't need a two-hour movie of Love and Thunder just to introduce, uh, just introduce her as, uh, you know, uh, Natalie Portman as Thor. You already told us you're doing it anyway. Not a secret. You know, I don't know, man. That's just, that's just my personal opinion, all right? Uh, but like I said, no spoilers. Y'all see it for yourself. And you're going to see everything I said was right. You know, that's just me right there. Um, Jack Harlow's album came out, new album. Um, you listen, I like Jack Harlow. I like him, but I don't know if I can listen to him for an hour. You know, I heard like one, you know, do a loop of song. Jason got me on that song. I thought it was all right. First class fire. First class fire. Um, he did a song with Lil Wayne. I got the, I, I even like, even really able to make it to Jack Harlow's part. And I was almost worried about Wayne's verse. Um, but you know, maybe Wayne first killed it. Maybe I'll have to listen to it later. But uh, at the same time, though, yeah, like I said, like I said, I like Jack Harlow. I don't know about an hour listening to him. Um, get your money, man. He's, he's net worth already ten million dollars. He's only been in the game for a couple years, so he's a smart businessman. He's doing the damn thing. I'm not hating on the brother. Get yo money. Y'all know me and how I operate. Um, but like I said, guys, like. I said, I, I like I like his singles. I'll listen to him for an hour. That's another thing. All right, one more thing before we get out of here, players and playettes. Uh, Mother's Day today. You know, um, you guys know I lost my mom's. Uh, yeah, we well, you know lost both my mom and dad. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Um, you know, May is usually a tough time for me, um, um, personally, you know, um, because I always think about my mom and her birthday is May 13th. I got 13 tattooed on my arm, you know, so it's a tough time for me, um, for me personally. I ain't afraid to admit it, you know, as you guys know, I've said it before. Um, at, at the same time, though, man, you know, you know, take advantage of your moms while you're here. Hopefully, y'all ain't beefing with your moms. You know, if this is the perfect time, you know, get reacquainted with your mom and dad, or at least with your mom, at least, you know, take advantage of it, because you don't know when they won't be here no more. So you got to make it right. If you can. Or get some closure. Even if you don't, can't make it right, at least get some closure. Something. You know. Um... Cause that's what I would do if my mom was here. No, 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 she's not here. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, depressing at times. But no, no, I miss her, and I love her. I was well. It's Rock Twenty Five. Chill with the craziness, and remember, we great at everything. <laughs>